Okay, guys, um, I'm, I, I, before the podcast actually started, I actually forgot to shout out a new podcast buddy um, the, the, and uh, a podcast I enjoy as well because um, I try to listen to as many of my pod buddies as possible and I have a lot of them and I'm going to shout them out on the show. I'm gonna start, before I get re- before the show starts, I just want to say that I want to give a shout out to the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast. Uh, gave me some, you know, some said some wonderful things about my podcast and about me. Give me some good shout outs and some retweets and things of that nature. And I want to say thank you to the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast. I mean, really wonderful things were said about me and my podcast. Just really wonderful things. And they said that before the check I sent to have them say that shit actually cleared. So I know they meant it. Of course, they cashed the check before I could stop it. Uh, so maybe I should not shout you guys out. In fact, I'm, I'm going to unshout out the Dead as Hell Horror Podcast, damn it. I didn't expect you to, to, to actually cash the check that I sent the, for the compliment. Why am I admitting that I sent the check for the compliment? I should probably not. I should I should not be saying that, right? That's, that's a bad idea. I should probably just shut up and say that I enjoy the podcast and that I'm going to shout out some other podcasts of people that I like. And I'm going to continue to shout out podcasts later on because this is kind of making me look bad. I should probably just... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I should probably just uh, start the show. You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, you bastards. This is Mr. Thomas, your friend, S. Anthony. And before I get started, I just want to thank you guys very, very much for uh, listening to my podcast. I, I see that the, the big spikes that happen on certain days of the week, which is basically um, a really cool thing to know that there's a lot of people out there. Some of you actually listen almost immediately. As soon as I upload the podcast and press uh, publish, you guys are there listening to the podcast almost immediately. So I just want to give a special shout out to you guys and say thank you for that. And uh, my friends on uh, on social media, um, Five Minutes Away podcast, Amish Baby Machine, Screams and Moan. There's a lot of you out there uh, who have been really, really cool. And I enjoy your podcast, too. You guys have really been really cool. So I appreciate them social media shout-outs from you cats, too. And uh, now that I've gotten rid of that sincere crap and you got a chance to see the real me, now it's time to talk about the weird part of me as we begin our journey this day. <laughs> you know what I want to talk to you about this is this it, human beings are one of the we, we are one of the weirdest animals that has ever existed um, and I think that part of it is because of our intelligence that we're so fucking weird we are insane the things that we do I was watching I was watching a YouTube video and it was one of those things where it was a you know it's, it's it showed the world wars and it went back I forgot how, how many years it went back but it went back to ancient times I forgot what it was I only saw the thing one time and it would it it would advance the bottom of the screen. You would see the year, and it would go in one year increments. And it would show on the screen. It was a map of the world, and what it would show would be a major war, and and each major war would be indicated by an explosion on the screen. And obviously, long time ago, you see a little pop here, boom, 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 boom. And as we got closer to today's time, and you would think that as we got closer to today's time, that would mean that the that the uh, <laughs> Jesus, it would mean that we had evolved as a species. We'd have gotten smarter and more evolved and learned from the people behind us. And you would figure that the amount of explosions would slow down. 
Oh, no. No, no, they don't. They go and they increase. Now, obviously, you know that there are going to be big things and when there was World War One and World War Two and, 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 and all the major battles that everyone knows about from school. But when you think about it, you sort of they see these massive increases. And you're going, what the hell is wrong with people? Just blowing, just blow. What the hell? And you realize how dumb it actually is when you think about what we usually are fighting about. Usually it's about land or resources. I mean, that's that's basically what it is. You know, nobody goes, you said, what about my mother? Bomb them. No, it's never, it's never anything like that because we think that was dumb. Isn't it dumb to do it anyway in most occasions? Now, if somebody attacks you, of course you have to blow them up, you know? But there's people that, you know what? I think I want that guy's land and I'm taking it. Why? You don't own anything. You don't own any fucking land. The second you blow each other up, you die. You know what happens after you die? Other people come in and take the land that you don't have anymore. You don't own that crap. You own nothing. That's a weird thing. Like, at least animals, when they fight for things, you can kind of understand it. If there's two tigers fighting, you know, they're fighting to be the leader. The person who gets to take their DNA and spread it around. They get the, you know. And I guess technically guys are kind of like that. Oh, I wanna, but, but guys, guys, we're a little different. It's like kids. No. And even the ones that have 55 kids, they ain't around to take care of the bastards. Why should I say, why did I call the kids bastard? I never, I never, I, I, I call people bastards as a joke because it's like a, the least offensive curse word I could think of. That's still a curse word, but people would laugh at it because you, you guys apparently think it's funny when I say you lucky bastards. And I also think it's funny when I say that too. That's why I keep saying it. But I never understood why they call the kid bastard. The kid is born. The kid did nothing. Now, if anything, you should call the parents bastards. They're the ones that got it on. The kid shouldn't be called. The kid didn't do anything. Why are we calling the kid a name? That don't make any sense. You know, that's like, it's like, it's like if the two dudes mug a guy and then we had a name to insult the victim of the crime. Hey, you balaga. What you call me in the balaga for? They mugged me. <laughs> they mugged you, huh? You balaga. You know, that would, that would be, that would seem stupid, wouldn't it? But we do it anyway. So, so we, like I said, with so many, so many wars and everybody's blowing everything up and I never understood the concept behind it. You know, uh, in individual conflict, we think it's stupid to punch another person in the face. You know, I like your watch. Bam. You go to jail. But you, but if, you, if it's a bunch of, a whole bunch of people with bombs and you blow each other up, nobody can do anything to you. I mean, they probably wouldn't want to pick on you anyway because you just proved that you're going to blow up somebody for no reason. So they definitely going to want to give you a hard time. But I never understood that, man. I mean, as a species, we do such weird crap. You know, other animals don't even worry about the the, 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 uh, the battle of the sexes and stupid crap like that. I hate the battle of the sexes. I don't understand the concept of the battle of the sexes. There's only two sexes. The only way there could be a battle of the sexes is if there was some other sex there, you know, that we were battling for. But no, I'm a guy. You know what I want as a guy? I want a woman that I find attractive, who finds me attractive, who I like, who likes me, who wants to get it on with me more times than she doesn't want to get it on with me and doesn't want to get it on with anyone else. Boom. That's it. That's it. And I think women are basically the same thing. You want a guy that you're attracted to, that's attracted, you're, that he's attracted to you, you're attracted to him. You know, he's pleasant to be around. He's not going to be getting it on with any other lady. He's going to get it on with you when you want to get it on. That's all you want. That's pretty damn simple. All the other stuff is made up. Oh, you have to look like this model. No, you don't. 
oh, you have to look at this. First of all, the model in the picture is airbrushed. I've dated models, okay? They don't look like they look in the magazine. And guess what? I don't want them to look like they look in the magazine. I like skin texture, okay? I like that. I like the little the little dimples on a woman's ass. I enjoy that. You know why? Because it's on a woman's ass. You don't have to airbrush that out. I know they're there. Oh, we're going to make her waist a little smaller. I don't want her waist to be too small. I like a woman with a little thickness to it. I'm not talking about she got to be overweight or the stereotypical old because he's a black guy. He likes thick women. I'm talking about a woman that looks like an adult woman. That's what I want. Her ass jiggles. Good. I like that. Then again, even if her ass is rock hard, guess what? I like that too. You know why? It's a woman's ass. Her boobs are small. I like women with small boobs. Her boobs are huge. I like women with big boobs. Her boobs are uneven. Most women's boobs are uneven. Trust me, I've slurped on a whole bunch of women's breasts and they are not exactly the same. Trust me. Are your balls the same? Hang the same? If your balls are even, you need to go to a urologist and get that shit checked out. <laughs> I never understood that. The battle of the sexes, war is stupid. The battle of the sexes is dumb. Never got it. And it, it amazes me that we keep falling prey to the same stupid shit on a regular basis. What the fuck magazine covers? Oh, look at that girl in the magazine. Oh, look at that girl in the movies. Who cares about the girl in the movies? I'm not getting fat, uh, fixated on some woman in the movie. I'm not getting fixated on some woman who's uh, who's uh, in, in uh, some TV show with some record. I'll look at them and go, oh, that woman's attractive. But so what? You think the women walking down the street are unattractive? They're not unattractive. You're trying to have sex with them. What are you talking about? We keep falling for these ridiculous ideals of what, a, what, oh, he's not a real man unless he has big muscles and a six-pack. I don't have a six-pack. And guess what? I can You can find any woman that I've gotten it on with, and I can guarantee you, if she got it on with someone who's better looking than me than most, and most people are, trust me, when Mr. Thomas put that work in, huh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag on myself, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know me, <laughs> El Sacco. <laughs> oh yeah! Ow! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you know, and that's the thing that always because I, I I usually want in every relationship that I got that I was in that broke up, there was always something really dumb. You know, maybe the girl that I was with uh, was with somebody that cheated before. And she just assumed that I cheat. I've never cheated on anybody. My, my my groove is this. If I like you enough to get it on with you, and we're dating, and getting it on, I'm cool. Okay? I have a full... If I, if I have a woman that's in in my house, or I'm in her house... Well, I've never been in somebody else's house. But in, in, we're in the same house, or we're, we're, we're dating, and we're getting it on on a regular basis. I consider, as far as a relationship is concerned, I consider that a full stock refrigerator, a stocked kitchen, stocked basement, stocked shed kitchen with all the stuff I like. And that's at my house. Now, if I got all the stuff I like at my house, I'm not interested in the hot dog cart on the street corner on the way home. I'm not interested in going to McDonald's. I got exactly what I want at the house. I may have to heat it up, but it's mine and it tastes the way I wanted to taste and I get the portions that I want. I don't have to stand in line behind somebody else to get a little bit. Now, do I? No, because it's all mine. Right? I don't have to have the same six things on the menu. No, I got a fully stocked 
kitchen and shed kitchen and refrigerator and I got a whole lot of ingredients in there. I can mix and match them any way I want, any time I want. All mine. Boom. Booyah. You really think about it, that's what a relationship's like. If you pick the right person and if you're not an idiot. <laughs> I mean, those are those are some interesting criteria, but you got to pick the right person and not be an idiot. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you pick the right person, they are compatible with you as a human being, as a per, as a friend, and they're compatible with you as someone to get it on with, and all the disgusting things you like to do, she likes to do, and all the disgusting things she likes to do, you got to pretend you didn't do it before, but really, you want to do that? I'm, I'm shocked, honey. I've never done that before last week, before we met. <laughs> really? Would you? I know that I seem to do that perfectly the first time, but I mean, it's the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> okay. I did that with my last six girlfriends, but, uh, but uh, you're the most important one, so fuck them. So all I'm saying is it's it's real simple. It's really, really simple. You know, that's what relationships are like. They like having a stocked refrigerator, a stocked kitchen, a stock, stocked shed kitchen, and stocked everything. You can do whatever you want. You can mix and match. You may come home and that meal's already hot. It may be already hot and on the plate and you may be, maybe time for you to slide right up to the table. Grab that plate and stick your face in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe time to have a nice hot muffins at the house. You get to take your knife out and slice up into there. Yeah, Jack. You may have some good old pudding there. Take a spoon and go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is kind of getting gross. That's when I, it kind of got weird, didn't it? It kind of got weird for a second, huh? didn't it? Yeah, I don't forget as much. But that's what it's like. We're a weird animal, my friend. Like I said, we do the war thing. We do the battle of the sexes thing. And then what happens is now that we're really, really smart, we try to eliminate the human element from everything. The human element is what makes things fun. We're the, we're the animal that's at the top of the food chain, but we're also the kind of animal that needs community. We like to be around each other when we find people we like. When we find people we don't like, we just get up and leave. Or we get them to leave. Or we ignore them till they leave. We need to be around each other. That's why social media is so big. Social media. What's the first word? Social. They didn't call it media social, did they? No. Social media. Why? Because you want to be social and you're using the media to do what? Be social. We need the human element all the time. But now businesses take the human element out and you become frustrated, don't you? Oh, let me call up. I'm a complain about this product that I purchased and damn it, I want them to solve this problem, damn it, now. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep. Press one if you want to be bullshitted right now. Press two if you want to hear some music and then be bullshitted. Press three if you want to be bullshitted in Spanish. Press four. Four doesn't even do anything, you stupid bastard. But press it anyway. We want to find out what it does. Press zero. <laughs> Just kidding. There's nobody going to answer this shit. Go back to one. You've done, the, you've done the alphabet soup and the number soup on the phones when you're calling in and all you want to do is talk to a person. You may just want to vent a little bit or you may want to pick up the phone and be ready to vent and a person calls up, you call up and the person goes, hi, how are you doing? This is person at the big business and I react, a business that actually gives a shit about you so we have people to talk to you. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. I have a problem, 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 problem. Vent, 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 problem, problem, anger, 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 problem, 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 anger, anger. I'm never going to use it again. Anger, anger, anger. Okay, Mr. Johnson, I'm so sorry you had to go through that problem. It's very rare that that actually happens. But you know what we're going to do? We realize that you, you, you've had this problem for a couple of days now, you say? Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to prorate. We're going to give you a month free of our service. Um, we're gonna actually have, we actually have a solution for the problem. I can actually do it right now. Okay, if you check the product that you're using, is it working now? It is working now. 
Yes, and we're really, 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 really sorry that that. Thanks a lot, click. Human element. But they take it out of there. <laughs> and they make you go through the alphabet and number soup all the time. Why do we do that to each other? To save a little money. Humans are crazy. Humans are crazy. If you notice that the worst thing that people do to you when they, when they want to, when you're a criminal, what do they do? The first thing they do is they put you in jail. Now, what jail is, is you're in jail with a bunch of assholes. Okay? So, you're now out of the loop. You're now no longer part of the larger community. The community of people, with, which contains assholes too, but the most people are pretty cool. So, you got to deal with a few assholes, but you still live with, deal with a lot of people. But the punishment is they take you out of the community that has assholes and mostly good people to a, a community that has some good people and mostly assholes. And then when you're there, what happens? You act like an idiot. And what do they do? They put you in solitary confinement. And now you're in with nobody but you. You notice that that's the punishment for the social animal? Decreasing levels of being able to be involved in the social, in being social with people, right? And if you're even worse than that, first step, take you out of the larger community. Shrink your social circle to a bunch of dickheads. Second, Shrink your social circle down to nobody. Third, if you did the worst things and all, we kill you. So you have no social nothing because you have nothing because you're dead. <laughs> I'm not laughing about at dead, but I'm just laughing at when you think about it. That's, that's really what pun that's really what, how we punish human beings. We, you know, because when you torture people, I mean, that's that's a mean thing. But, you know, there's people that have been tortured and then they get out. They're alive. They're happy to be alive. They actually are more even though being tortured is horrible. And it's the worst thing in the world. When they get on the outside of the torture, they're just so glad to be away from the fucking person beating the shit out of them. You know? But they're still alive. As bad as torture is. But the other people, you know, those people go crazy when they go in the soul, in, in, uh, if you leave them in solitary confinement long enough. You put them in darkness long enough, they go crazy. We're social animals. And the reason I, I brought all of this up about the human element and social animals and all that kind of thing is it's just amazing to me that knowing this, people aren't cooler to each other. It's so easy to be cool to people. It's so fucking easy to be cool to people. It's so easy to just give somebody a little smile when you're walking down the street. That shit is so fucking easy. You ever get a genuine smile from somebody when you're walking down the street? You may not even know that you feel better, but you do. Hold an elevator door for somebody. You don't think that's a big deal? Yes, it is. Let somebody cut in front of you in traffic. You don't think it's a big deal? Yes, it is. Help an old lady down the steps or help a little, little old lady across the street. It helps. Pick up something when somebody drops it. I know they're strong enough to get it in there and did it, but that little extra kindness means something. Everybody likes that shit. It's good stuff. And each one of those little things that people do, each one of those little tiny things that everybody does, don't seem like much, but they add up. They add up. It's like a water. It's like water dripping out of a pipe. Like my basement a few days ago when the water, <laughs> when there was a hole in the pipe, there was a little bit of water coming out of there. And I was like, I'll get it fixed tomorrow. It's late at night. I ain't got time to fuck with it now. So I put a trash can underneath it, and I went to sleep. And I woke up, and that fucking thing was full, and when water was running out down the side onto my floor. Now, when I went put the trash basket underneath the damn pipe, it was boop, 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 boop. It was a drip. But over the course of the night, the hole in the pipe got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, and the water came out a little bit faster. And what was a little drip turned into this big trash can that I could barely pick up and dump out 
full of water and the pipe was a little more in bad shape. So I got up, I said, oh, fuck this shit. So I dumped out that water, put the bucket back under the pipe, got in my car, drove to, I think it was, was it Lowe's or Home Depot? I don't know which one it was. It was six o'clock in the morning. I'm lucky I remember. I'm lucky I made it to the motherfucker. I come back with the, with the, with the uh, plumber's tape. You know, the, you put the plumber's tape around it. It has the resin in it, and then it hardens and becomes almost cement-like, and it's a permanent fix for the pipe because it was a hole and not a, not a structure, not structural damage that you would have to take the pipe apart. As it turns out, bam, I did that. Problem solved. I don't have to call a plumber now. It should only cost me 10 bucks. I would have to call a plumber. It would have been 150 bucks, and he would have done the same shit. But what's more important is it was just a drip of water. Boop. Didn't seem like much. But over the course of time, what happened? It filled the trash can. It's the same thing with kindness and being cool to people. Doesn't seem like much. Drip, drip, drip. But if everybody does it, and everybody treats each other with respect, what happens? You got a lot of cool people walking around in a good mood. There's a whole lot fewer assholes because the guy that's pissed off at work got cut off in traffic. The lady that's pissed off in the office was running. She, she broke her heel and nobody held the damn elevator door for. That shit adds up, man. And if everybody does that good shit, what happens? Everybody's a little nicer. Everybody's a little happier. Problem solved. Human beings are crazy animals, man. But we're smart enough to do better than we're doing right now. So, fuck war. You know what I mean? Fuck all wars. Fuck it. You gotta find a better way to deal with problems than that stupid shit. Fuck, puck, fuck punching people in the face and fuck fighting and fuck the battle of the sexes, which is stupid and fuck all of that ridiculousness. It's dumb. We're better than that. You dig? <laughs>
And sometimes you get mad at the kid, but you realize the kid doesn't know certain things. I remember when I was younger, I was staying, I was, I wasn't staying, I was visiting a, a relative of mine. And I was hanging out with this relative and this, my, this relative's kids were there. And the relative decided that they did not want to see the person that was coming up their driveway to talk to them. They wanted me to go to the door and make up an excuse to get rid of the person. You know, give them the old, well, they're not here right now, I'm just babysitting, but, you know, maybe you should come back at another time. Because the person didn't want to completely ignore or avoid the person forever. They just didn't want to see them today. They couldn't deal with them today. They had a hard day. This person was one of those liberty takers, and they were annoying, and they just didn't want to talk to them. The kind of person that comes to your house, you think they're going to be there for 15 minutes, and then they start taking off their coat, they kick off their shoes, and ask if you got something to eat. And then they get up and start walking towards your kitchen. He's like, I didn't even answer whether or not I had something to eat. And you're walking into my, my kitchen. What the fuck? What? She, this relative just couldn't deal with that today. Just today. Wanted some time off from that. Wanted a vacation from that person. I understand it. I, on the other hand, I'm a little more direct with liberty takers. If a liberty taker comes up to me, like I said, the person asked me to borrow my equipment. I'm even going to tell you what it, what it was. It was a piece of lawn equipment. You know, it was a piece of my lawn equipment, which I would have lent to the person, no problem. person just lives two doors down, not a problem. But they wanted to borrow my lawn equipment to go use it at somebody else's house. And I know what that would have led to. That would have led to, well, if that's Anthony, let you borrow for uh, this house. Why don't you just ask him again? You can borrow and you can do mine too. Then all of a sudden, a piece of equipment that I purchased, that was designed for home use. Meaning every few days or every week or so, you go out there and you trim this, you cut that. That's what it's for. It's not an industrial piece of equipment. It's not designed for heavy, 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 heavy use. But that's what would have happened had I lent it. And the person goes, can I borrow it? And I said, what for? Well, this is a guy down the block and he wants me to kind of say, no, 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 no. Let's get something straight. I like you. And I would probably let you borrow it if you wanted to do a quick hedge cut or clip or whatever the hell you want to do. I would probably let you borrow it. In fact, I'm 85% sure I would let you borrow it. I'm 0% sure I'm going to let you borrow something of mine to go working on other people's houses. No, this is a device designed for home usage, not heavy-duty usage. And just so we're clear, don't ask me about that again. Two, don't ask to take any of my other equipment because you're not using my big lawnmower. You're not using, and I started rattling off things that he knew that I had. And I'm going, you're never going to be able to borrow those things. I don't know you well enough. And I haven't lent you enough things and known how you will take care of those things for me to even give you those things. Now, I know most people would probably find a nice way to get out of the conversation. Well, I don't know. It belongs to somebody else. I don't know. I don't want to go through that because I don't want to be one of those guys that has to walk outside and have to look around and see if somebody's there before I use my lawnmower or see if somebody's there before I use this or see if somebody's there before I go outside or see. I'm not doing any of that crap. I'd rather be a little I'd rather be a little more blunt, not mean, but blunt and honest up front with somebody than do a lot of bull crap. Because when you do the bull crap, you get caught in bull crap. That's why I don't lie to people. If you open up a can of worms and you ask me something that's none of your business, I want I might not necessarily say, yo, go fuck yourself, that's none of your business. What I would probably say is something along the line along the lines of, I don't want to talk about that, or you know what? That's too personal, or let's switch the subject, because that's something I'm not gonna get into. And I'm never going to get into, so we're not going to talk about that, okay? Let's go to something else. I'll do that, because that shuts it down. I don't have to worry about that coming back up in the future, because they're going to remember, wow, S. Anthony very bluntly told me not to bring up that subject and to leave it alone. He wasn't mean about it, but he told me to stop talking about it. 
And that's why I, I can walk out of my house whenever I want. I can take my lawnmower out whenever I want. I can put my car on it. You know, I can do this. I can do that. I don't have to hide anything from anybody. Back to the story. So I'm at this relative's house and I go to the door and I'm going, why don't you just tell the person you come to the door, tell the person, you know what? I can't talk right now. I got to close the door or take your, even if you want to do some kind of fake crap to fool them, put the phone in your ear, look out the window and say, I can't talk now or go upstairs and look out the window and say, I'm in the, sh I'm taking a bath, come back tomorrow. Any of that stuff, but don't let somebody else do it because when you start doing that crap, when you start piling up lies and piling up phoniness, it always falls down. It's like Jenga. You know, every pull out a little block, it's okay now, but it's a little weaker. You may not think it's weaker, but it's structurally weaker. Even though it's still standing, you take out a brick, it's structurally weaker. And then you take out another brick, and then another brick, and another brick. Pull on that thread. Boom, then it falls down. Had I said to that guy, well, that's my uncle's, uh, it's my uncle's hedge clipper. And then he ran across my uncle, which he would have at some point. Hey, can I borrow your hedge clipper? I don't have a hedge clipper. But that's safely said you had a hedge clipper. I ain't got no damn hedge clipper. And then what happens? I look like an idiot. But because I said, I'm not giving you shit. Okay, I didn't say it that way. I just said how I said it. <laughs> but you get the point. That's why, like I said, try to catch me in a lie. Good luck with that. Because if there's something I don't want to talk about, I'll tell you I ain't talking about it. Back to the story. So I go back and, and uh, the person pulls up to the door, opens the door. I open the door, rather, and the person's there, and I said, yeah, uh, she's not here, which is what she asked me to say. Unbeknownst to both of us, her sons, who were taking a nap upstairs, come running down the steps. Uncle S, Uncle S. I guess you now know what the relative is, huh? <laughs> no, you don't. Everyone calls me Uncle S. Nice try, bastards. Yeah, even my cousins call me, call me Uncle S. Now, you thought you were slick, didn't you? Ha! But I did slip then. The relative was a female. So fuck y'all. Anyway, so uh, Uncle S, Uncle S. And so they come down and I hug the boys. Hey, come here, punk. Come here. You, know, you rough them up a little bit. And the person's still at the door laughing. Oh, that's cute. Those are your little. Uh, and I said, yeah, those are my little. Uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and she goes, well, I'm sorry that your relative, that your relative. She didn't say relative. She, they said the actual relationship. Your relative isn't here. But I come And then my, my uh, little relatives run up. Because my other relative was hiding behind the wall because they didn't want to move. So there would be footsteps like, who's that? So the relative is leaning against the wall and the relative's sons run up the steps and grab her leg and pull it out. Here she is. <laughs> right. So now I look like a complete dick because I'm a horrible liar because I don't do it often. And they go, I thought you said she wasn't here. I'm like, oh, man. When would you get here? <laughs> And she got stuck. The person goes, oh, man. Well, and the person knew that the person looked at me as if to say, I don't blame you. I know this person made you to lie, made you lie. I really don't care. I got him. I got him where I want him. I'm now going to go upstairs and bore them with a long ass story about nothing and then make take too many liberties in their house by going into their refrigerator and touching stuff. Ha <laughs> ha. And the person walked in and did exactly that. Bored the hell out of I got the hell out of this. I'm like, I know. I I could already tell from the conversation at the door that this person sucked. So I was like, yeah, well, relative, little people who were related to me, I got to go. And I got the hell out of there. <laughs> right? There's so many people that take liberties. And it's amazing how people that take liberties don't get it, that they need to leave you the hell alone. They need to just chill and back up. 
Most people, most people wouldn't ask certain things. They would. Most people, if you, if you, if you're a single man living at home, living at home, working from home. What the hell am I talking about? If you're a single man working from home, of course you're living at your home. What the hell? Okay, I'm sleepy. Shut up. You're you're working from your home, like like I do usually when I'm not out in a different city, and they know you're there. Please assume there's a good chance that I'm in the house either working or getting it on with a lady because that would be the case. Don't just show up at my house at 10 o'clock. There's no way in the world I want to see you at 10 o'clock. If you are not someone I want to lick food off of their butt or boobs, don't come to my house after 10 o'clock. If you're not someone I didn't spend the previous night licking food off of your ass or your, your boobs, you don't need to be in my house at 10 o'clock in the morning. S. Anthony has a 10 to 10 rule. Don't show up before 10 o'clock. Don't stay after 10 o'clock. And don't show up after 10 o'clock. Get your ass out. Unless we're watching UFC. In which case you can watch all of the USC fights. Eat the grub. And then when the fight's over, we can discuss it for a few minutes. Then get the hell out. But people that take liberties don't understand those rules. Which is why I spell them damn things out. All my friends. You could, I could bring a friend in here right now. And you could say, hey man, you know what we're going to do? Let's go still, let's go, uh, it's Anthony's home. Let's go just abruptly, let's just, just show up at his house at 10.07. He go, I ain't trying to get killed. You know better than that. They'll tell you that. Hey, let's call S. Anthony at 9.30. Whoa, mm -mm. is it an emergency? Nope, nope, don't do that. They know better. Because I don't allow people to take liberties. Most people will allow people to take liberties. I don't allow that. Some guys will take liberties with women physically, which always pisses me off, even though it's not happening to me. You see a woman that's really attractive or some cute teenage girl. She's sitting there. She's looking nice, whatever. And she's dressed in a nice dress, whatever. Maybe she's showing off a little of this and the sexy this and that. that she, think, that she thinks she's sexy. I'm 19. And look at these. You know, that kind of thing. And then guys that don't even know, yeah, girl, you know, ain't come here, get all close to them, breathing all on the neck, trying to put their arm around, let me get a hug, girl, put the arm around. What is that crap? Why would you even want a woman who would even accept that? That doesn't mean you're special. It means she doesn't give a crap. I mean, even as a dude, if a hot woman walked up to me and she was all over rubbing on my chest and grabbing my balls, I'm telling you right now, I would let her. I mean, I would not let her. <clears throat> I mean, I would definitely not let that happen. <laughs> you think you think I convinced the, my audience that I wouldn't allow a hot babe that I didn't know to walk up and rub my balls to my pants? You think that, of course I would let her do it am I, when I'm an idiot, of course. Yeah, hell, you're damn right I'd let her do it. She'd squeeze my ass, too. You're damn right. Now, she'd have to take a blood test before we got it on, but she wants to rub and squeeze on stuff. I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, I know it's not fair that we can't walk up to women and go, you know what? Your breasts look very, very squeezable. Would you mind if I put my hands on your delicious breasts and squeeze them? Fan. Thank you. I really appreciate this. Oh, yeah. Boobies, 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 boobies. Can I put my face and then go blah, blah, blah between them? Excuse me. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you got a nice butt. Can I squeeze on that? Fan. Oh, can I put my butt, my face up to the button? Like this? Can I do that, lady? I can't. We can't do that. But if a hot woman walked up to a guy who even to an unattached guy, it's absolutely going to happen. I know I know guys, you know, I'm actually too refined for anything like that to happen. If a, I don't care how attractive the woman is, if she were to walk up to me and try to rub my balls, I would really, really stop that. Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad because there was a girl over there that's Halle Berry's younger twin cousin who's disease free. And an nymphomaniac, and she said something about really wanted to get it on with you. Really? Um, <laughs> excuse me. Rub my balls, baby. Rub my balls. Okay, this is kind of devolving into something stupid, isn't it? Let's get back to what I was talking about. <laughs>
But I asked, but I remember when when you see guys just kind of walk up on girls and get all come here, girl, and get on, and you need perfume, smell good. You don't even know the lady. I just imagine if like a guy who was like, say this guy is five ten, like a regular sized guy. Now imagine if there was a six foot five dude who was about three forty, you know, having the same size strength advantage over this guy that he has over the woman, and decided he wanted to take liberties with that dude. I don't think that guy would like it. Hey, man, you look kind of good, too, man. Come here, man. Come here, man. Yo, man, get off me. Shut up, man. You know you like to come here. Smell kind of good, good boy. Let me squeeze on the thing. Let me, come on, let me put my arm out. How can I, I can't get a hug. I can't get a hug. Come on, man. And then he's walking out. Trying, come on, man, get away from me, man. I'm trying to walk. Hey, man, what's wrong with you? He's walking down the street, and the big guy's right behind him. Oh, that look good. Come here, man. Come on, man. Follow to the car. Come on, man. Come on, let me let me get your phone number. Let me get, come on, let me just get a hug. Let me get a, he would not like that. You wouldn't like somebody taking that type of liberty with your ass, would you? No. And I don't feel guilty. I don't feel guilty when going back to the people trying to borrow my stuff and taking liberties. I don't feel guilty for that at all. I don't feel guilty about that at all because that is my equipment, my stuff, and it's my right to loan it out or not loan it out if I don't want to. Just like it's your right to loan your stuff out. Or not loan it out if you don't want to. And it's the lady's right to have a dude all up in her face or not. Now, if she's your woman, she's going to want you to be all up on it. Come here, girl. We married for three years. Come here. Come here. We squeeze on the thing. Women love that. Women are back there. Women, you, if that's your woman and she, she's your wife and she, you're having a good relationship, she will let you. It's not even necessarily taking the liberty. Right? I've been in relationships with women. Women, people, when you're in a relationship, even though technically you're separate people, you treat each other's bodies the same way a baby treats a parent's body. A baby treats a parent's body like it's part of them. You know what I'm saying? You hold your baby and the baby has no concept of the fact that it's different from you. It literally considers you part of it. So it doesn't matter. It'll grab your face, poke you in the eye, stick your hand in your mouth, play with your face. They don't give a crap. And even your little kids will do that. You see little kids, little kids are like grab your leg. Like if you sit there and shit, they'll just jump in your lap, start playing with your face. When I'm my, when my nephews are babies and I would watch them, I'd be holding like the, there were little babies. I have one in my arm, I have one of the oldest one in my arm and when I'm watching TV and I'm giving him a bottle and he's he, he would just sit up and grab my grab the hair on my face and start squeezing my face, sticking his hand in my mouth, grabbing my nose and all that kind of stuff. Put his hands all covered in baby spit, rubbing them all in my face. You know, now that's OK. The baby's taking liberties. It's a baby. When it's in a relationship, it's the same. It's, it's kind of the same thing. You ever just been sitting there and, and you're like eating a sandwich and your wife or your girlfriend just walks up and just like wipes the corner of your mouth? You what? Right? You wipe the corner of your mouth, you know? Or if you're just standing there minding your business, you walk up and just start adjusting your clothes, adjusting your tie. And and dudes do that, uh, and even the sexual stuff, like they put your hand in your back pocket, or if nobody's looking, they'll squeeze your balls and they'll smile at you and like basically going, "We're gonna have sex when you go home." They didn't say it, but when a woman squeezes your balls in public and looks up at you and smiles, you're having sex when you go home. And guys do the same thing. I know I do the same thing. You have any woman that I'm with, I'm telling you right now, if, we, if you're listening to this and we uh, in the audience and we begin dating at some point, I need you to understand something. Um, I'm not going to be obnoxious with Yes, I am. I'm going to be obnoxious with it. I'm going to squeeze your butt as much as possible. Not in an obnoxious way, but more in a gentle caressing way. I'm going to have my hands on your butt and your boobs as much as I possibly can. I'm going to bury my nose in your neck as much as I possibly can. Why? Because we're dating, we're having regular sex, and by having sex, you have given me permission to rub and squeeze on things. 
that's not taking liberties. I pretty much have permission. We're dating, right? We're getting it on. If I can do stuff to your genitals, I can do stuff to your boobs and butt, right? If you can do, you can do stuff to my genitals. Well, you pretty much can do stuff to my genitals in any way if you're my girlfriend. In fact, I'm going to be like, excuse me, it's been 17 minutes. Um, that's 17 minutes straight. You have not been doing stuff to my genitals. I would really like you to begin taking liberties. Could you, oh, thank you. Thank you for very much. Will he squeeze my butt? Fantastic. <laughs> But that's the truth, man. You know, some people, it's not really taking liberties. It's just taking advantage of, uh, you know, permission that you already have. You know, that's what it is. You know, like somebody in your house doesn't have to ask, well, your, your wife or your husband doesn't have to ask permission to go into the kitchen and grab something out the refrigerator and drink it. But the kids got to. Like, you just had 16 sodas. The whole house is full of sodas. Drink one soda and then you can have another one. But don't drink, open a soda, drink half of it, leave it on the damn floor and then get another one. You, they have to ask. They're taking liberties when they do that because they haven't figured out how not to take liberties yet. They're not old enough to understand. And when they become old enough to understand, then you let them have opportunities. A, a person who's a little older won't do something like that. So we got to remember, we should all as a, as a society, as a group, just make sure that all of the liberty takers, we got to shut those bastards down. You know, you ever had a person you're trying to have, a, you're having a conversation with them and they won't shut the hell up when you're standing. You I, you just told them you're in a hurry and out of courtesy to another human being, you give them a little time because it looks like they want to talk about something. And then you realize every time you attempt to leave, they'll start another story. And you've already seen that their stories last longer than they need to last. And you're thinking, listen, I don't, I don't four hour stories like you. I have four minute story like you in fact to be honest with you as far as like i have 30 second story like for you and we on second 39 we have passed our limit you keep talking i'm gonna cut all your stories short if you keep talking i could see you in an emergency and i'm gonna go yes i know you're on fire but it'll take me about four minutes to get the water to put you out and you used up all your time last week so burn baby burn disco inferno burn baby burn you got to burn Okay, I would put the person out, but then after I would I wouldn't I would visit them in the hospital. But then I would visit him in the hospital and go, Listen, man, I'm glad I was able to put the fire out. I don't know how you caught yourself on fire. You're probably just talking too much and someone else set you on fire because you don't know how to shut the fuck up. But I'm glad I was able to put you out. Don't say anything to me. I know you want to talk. I put you out. That's enough. But do me a favor, don't talk to me. You used up all your me used up all of your me listening to you talk time. Now about seven months from now, you'll be you'll be reset back to zero, and then we'll go back to me listening to you talk for thirty seconds straight before wanting to set you on fire myself. But I would just have to say right now, you done used up all your time. You burnt your bridges. You have taken too many damn liberties. <laughs> but it's, but it's true though. There's so many people that take liberties, and it's just a pain in the ass. You know, you just you just don't ask people certain things. You just don't do it. Realize that other people don't want to be bothered sometimes and take into account, am I taking too many liberties with this person? Am I overstepping bounds with this person? Am I asking too much of this person? And if you are, shut the hell up and stop being a douche. That's all I'm saying. Hey, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes. You know what I want to talk to you about? I want to talk to you about people that always try to stop you from getting things, <laughs> right? You know, I remember when I started doing comedy a long time ago, um, I remember when I talked to my family about it, I used to annoy people with my little stupid jokes and, 
I used to, you know, have a little record. I'd record jokes into it, little characters into it. Uh, and I would play it for people. And, and it was like they were annoyed with it, which is fine. There were some dumb kids running around playing you stupid jokes. And I, I get it. But when I got a little older, all I kept hearing was, you know, you're very smart. You went to a magnet school. You had, you went to school for smart kids. Why don't you just go into the computers? And why don't you go and you, you, you're a good salesperson. Why don't you go to sales? Why don't you do that? You're good at, why don't you go and do that? Why don't you go and do this? And everything was stuff that I didn't want to do. You know, when I was younger, my, uh, my parent, my mom thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. I didn't want to be a veterinarian. I never wanted to be a veterinarian. Was I smart enough to do it? Of course. But I had no interest in I just like science for fun. I don't want to be a scientist. I don't want to be a, uh, an animal doctor. I watched the zoo shows. I studied animals and all that kind of stuff. It was just for fun. It was a hobby. My real love was making people laugh. But I knew if I told everybody that, that all I would hear from everybody is, well, come on, you're so smart. You should do this. You should do that. So I pretended, yeah, I want to be a veterinarian. So I got an actual internship at the Philadelphia Zoo, which, as it turns out, was one of the most amazing experiences of my life, and I love every second of it. And I got to meet different people and from different ethnicities, and I think that it actually altered the way I saw the world, which was a, actually a good thing. But back to what I was talking about, Richard, talking about originally. People always say that stuff. Oh, you need to do, do this. You need, you know, no, no, don't do that. That's not. You need to go and go be safe and do this and do that. But if you notice, the people that tell you that all the time are people that haven't found the thing they really want to do that was they were born to do and that they will never stop doing under any circumstances or that they would do for free if they had the opportunity to. They've never felt that feeling because if they felt that feeling, they would never say that to you. They would realize that they're just basically just slashing your tires or attempting to. And I hated it. It drove me insane. You know, I would go, I'd be going on stage in front of a couple of hundred people and I wasn't making any money, you know, back then, you know, but it was like, you know, I was a kid, you know, it didn't really matter. Nobody was making any money back then at that particular time. And, uh, I would come off the stage. I was like, man, I made, I'm, I'm, uh, I was like, man, I was like 18, 19 years old. I'm like, man, this is great. I walked on stage. I wrote some ideas down. I, I practiced them. I memorized them. I stepped on the stage in front of a bunch of people who don't know anything about me, don't know me. They just saw some dumb kid walking on stage. I walked on stage and I made these strangers laugh and clap. And it, it was great. And then you get around the people that love you, your friends, your family. And what do they say? You know, it's really a tough business. You really should go get a job at the post office or something. You know, just something to hold you over until, you know, and all I could hear was, spend eight to ten hours of your day working at something you have no interest in doing for somebody else. You know, the eight to ten hours you could have been spending working on the thing you want to do, which would further you in your specific goals and your specific dreams. And that drove me nuts. And like I said, that's because these are people that never had that thing they had to do. I have to do comedy. I have to do it. I have to perform. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. doesn't matter whether you believe in God or not. doesn't matter if you're a religious person or any of Forget all the metaphysical stuff. This is what I'm supposed to be doing because it makes me happy. And I'm very, very good at it. That's a fact. So, you know, and so I don't, they don't understand what it's like to have that thing. They don't get it. If they had actually tried something, tried to, to build something or do something that they really needed to do or wanted to do and gave themselves a time period. If I don't reach this goal in five years or see some progress over the course of five years that lets me feel like it's some, this is something I can do, I will stop. If that person who was giving me advice to, to put a bullet in my dream's head, if they had done that themselves, 
and understood what it was like to have that thing you need to do, give it a go, realize it's not working out, and then stop after a certain period of time. Had they done that, I would listen to them. I wouldn't stop, but at the very least, I wouldn't be insulted or worn down or drained by the conversations with these people. Because that's what happens to you when you're working on your thing and people stop you to give you this bull crap about, oh, it's not going to work and so many people, it's so tough. First of all, I call bullshit on how, on how tough these things are. I call bullshit on it. You know why I call bullshit on it? Because people are by design afraid to fail, not realizing that failure is just fucking information. What you did this time didn't work. Don't do that anymore. That's what failure means. It doesn't mean stop, but most people stop. It's like when you work out. If you've never worked out before, guess what? You're trying to get in shape. It's going to feel horrible. You're asking your body to do things it can't do yet, but it will be able to do it. I remember when I first started, when I started working out initially, it was horrible. It was painful. I would get on the treadmill and I'd be running like, oh my God, I can't believe this crap. And I would feel this pain and out of breath. And something in my head said, if you keep going, it'll get a little better. And everybody who's worked out and gotten in shape, and I'm in the process of getting back in shape, knows that there's a part where it's almost like your body's going, I'm going to see how much this fool wants to get in shape. I'm going to hurt him right now. I'm going to tell him I'm going to make it so he can't breathe for a little while. It's going to be real difficult. I'm going to see if he keeps pushing. If he keeps pushing, I'll let him go another 15 minutes. And that's what happens. Like, you keep pushing. Oh, man. Oh, okay, I feel good again. It's the same thing with anything else. When you're trying to go to your goals, you're trying to get some things, you're trying to accomplish things. I started doing comedy. I tried to get on the stage. They wouldn't give me the time of day. I said, okay. And they were expecting me to be upset. I walked across the street to the competing club, walked in there, dominated that fucking place, started getting my name in a newspaper, and all of a sudden the other club, hey, uh, <laughs> would you like to? I'm like, no, no, no. I'll be, I, I will play your club, but not right now. I have commitments. I could have just said, you know, forget this, man. But I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not letting them tell me what to do. You can put an obstacle up if you want. I hope you don't make it out of anything valuable because I'm going to fucking smash it. And that's how I feel about obstacles. Don't put it in front of me if it's made of something you want to be, that's, that you need to be intact because I'm going to fucking smash it. Because people will try to stop you from doing all sorts of things. And it drives me nuts. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Well, I shouldn't say it drives me nuts. I should say it drove me nuts. Now, I just consider the person who sincerely, in many cases, sincerely, What's the best for you? You know, because last it is now going, you want me to hand you my resume right now? Is that what you want? You, 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 want, you want me to hand you my resume? If you don't think that I can do this? Want me to, I can give you my resume if you want. Oh, okay, good. That's what I thought. Shut up. Not to be arrogant, but that's what I'm thinking in my head when I get annoyed. Most of the time, I just listen to it politely and go, okay, you know, it is what it is. But nobody comes up to me with that crap anymore. They know better. It's like, hello. You know. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. People will try to stop you from doing it. Some people that sincerely care. They sincerely care. They think you're making a mistake. And they sincerely want the best for you. And some other people may even be jealous. There's a part of them that sees you that will not stop. And they stopped. And they went, I feel dumb for stopping. But I can't stop now. I got to keep doing what I'm doing now. I can't give up my job now. I got married. I have children. Now I have commitments. And I don't want to fail. I don't want to go through all the bullshit of having to deal with failure because failure is a scary thing if you give a shit about it. If you actually think failure is an end point, it will scare you because it's like, oh man, I guess I have to stop now. You know, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to stop anything. Fuck failure. 
do failure the same way you would do a person that's trying to beat you up that you know you're physically stronger than and you don't want to hurt them you kind of put your hand in their face and just push them away like get the fuck out of here that's exactly what you got to do to that shit uh, what's going on girl blah, 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 phone number nah I don't want to date you okay uh, well this one woman rejected me I guess I'm going to be celibate forever hell no <laughs> right oh no I guess this particular door to this to this to this building is is closed well, I guess I'll never be able to go and shop in this supermarket again because this one particular time, the door was closed. No, you wouldn't stop. You just go, I guess, let me see if there's no... Let me, let me look at the door, see what time... It, oh, I got here too early. I just wait another 15 minutes and the door will be open. But as far as people think about their lives, the way they run their lives, if they ran those in, those individual moments, the way they run their lives, as soon, as soon as you walked up and the door didn't open, I'm never shopping here again. As soon as a woman rejected you, I'll never have sex and I'm not even going to attempt to have sex again. You turn on your car and it doesn't start. Now, I'm not going to see if the alternator is a problem. I'm just going to now never drive again. How dumb is that? Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Of course it sounds stupid. And that's as stupid as it is to think failure means something. And it's also that stupid to allow people that don't get it to stop you from doing the things you're supposed to be doing. Because they do that shit all the fucking time. And it drives me nuts, you know, when I see people just quit because somebody said something negative to them. Especially in the business that I'm getting into, you know, I know doing this podcast right now, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people that hear this, but not as many people as I would like to hear it. Eventually, I hope if I keep doing, if it keeps going the way it's going, there will be a whole lot of people that listen to this. But I I didn't, when I got into this, when I started doing the podcasting, there was nobody listening to this thing. Why? Because nobody even knew it was up. (laughs) Of course they didn't listen to it. You can't listen to something if you don't know it exists. But I kept doing it. This is like, I think it's my 122nd one. You know, I did it because I like it. I enjoy it. I like having a place where I can do jokes. If I want to do jokes, where I can be serious. If I want to be serious, if something happened to me in my life that I think if someone else heard it, it maybe it could help them. Like, you know, I could do that. I'm not limited here. I can do whatever the fuck I want here. I can curse here if I want to. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck. I can do that. Or I can be like I am, like I am in, under normal circumstances, which is not a lot of cursing. But when I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing all my passion into one particular point. A small period of time where I'm trying to get the point across. And you can't see the expression on my face. <laughs> so that's why I do it that way. But why do people do that? Why do people try to stop you? You ever, you ever think about that? You ever wonder why that is? Why the people that are closest to you would sometimes be the ones trying to drag you down, whereas someone else, you'll meet somebody at a club who see you do something. They go, oh, man, keep it up. Do a great job. You should have your own television show. You know how many, how many times I've heard that from people? You should have your own television show. Oh, my God. You should have your own radio show. Oh, my God. You're better than the stuff I see on HBO, S. Anthony. Oh, my God. Now, these are, these are things people have actually said to me that don't know me, that just saw me perform once. They didn't have to say that. They could have just smiled and walked out of the building. They didn't have to come over and say nice things to me and, and give me encouragement. It's not necessary, but it was nice. They didn't have to do that. Why are strangers doing that? And why doesn't your girlfriend do that? Why doesn't your boyfriend do that? Why doesn't your husband or wife do that? Why do, why do your relatives and, and your close friends, why are they the ones? That, oh, don't, oh, you, should just, you should really just stop it. Some of them genuinely are just caring about you. And some people don't like change because if you become successful and you don't stop, they have to think about the fact that they wanted something and they didn't have the courage and the balls or the ovaries to keep going even when the world kicked them in the fucking mouth. 
Because the world will kick you in the mouth. Trust me, it'll kick you in the mouth. If you're over the age of 14, you know that the world will kick you in the mouth. <laughs> it's not fair. Not necessarily the treatment, but the world in general. People know the world, the world's not fair. world's not fair or unfair. The world is. That's all it. The world just is. Whether it's fair or unfair is dictated in many cases. Now, obviously, there's specific cases where it's unfair, where someone is doing something actively to you. But the world in general, the global world, doesn't give a shit about an individual. Even if you're a famous or powerful individual, for the most part, most people don't give a shit. They'll know of your existence, but they don't give a shit. But you got to give a shit. And surround yourself with people that give a shit. And don't watch two girls one cup because they eat shit. Why did I bring that up? Why did I say that? <laughs> That's called shock. Shock. I just wanted to shock you people. But in all seriousness, uh, that that's basically what it is. You just you just gotta surround yourself with people that are cool that aren't trying to push you down. I'm saying this right now because this is very similar to what I said to a friend of mine who's very very good as a comic. Very, I mean, very very good. Every time I watch this guy, I'm going, why is this guy not famous? That's the, you know what I'm saying. And and this is what some people, this is what a lot of people have been saying to me. Why aren't you famous yet? And I go, I'm working on it, <laughs> you know. But go back to him. I say, I'm thinking, why this guy's inventive? He's funny. He's smart. He, he happens to be a good friend of mine. He's one of my buddies. But every time he keeps, he tries to get going. Someone around him crushes him down a little bit, tamps him down a little bit. His ex girlfriend, oh well, you should stop. You should don't do it. It's really hard. You should just go back. To, you should just. Do why would you do that? If you're going to be a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you're building a life with someone. If you're building a life with someone, you should want that person to be the best they can be, do the best they can do, be as happy as possible. Whatever you need to do to be happy and be successful and be a good person and evolve, do that. Do that. And if I'm in a relationship with someone and you have to do that thing, that's that thing you have to do, I don't give a crap what anybody else says. If it's what you're supposed to be doing and it's not unethical or not illegal, not immoral in any way, I'm going to do whatever I can to help facilitate you getting that done. And I expect you to do that for me. And that goes the same thing with friends and family. I will help that if that's what you want to do. I will be there for you and I need you to be there for me. And I don't think that's a lot to ask, right? But sometimes you don't get it. And you will find people that will do it, that will help you out. But you got to take a good look and watch for the burn off. I call it the burn off. You know what the burn off is? That's when you make a decision. I'm going to go for whatever what I'm supposed to be doing. No one's going to stop me. And I don't want to be I don't want to have people around me that are, that are going to be keep, be dragging me down. And what you'll notice is you'll have a lot of people around you. And they're used to the guy or gal that you used to be. And the moment you make that change and turn into this more evolved, more powerful version of yourself, it's it's like it it's like it gets it's like the whole like it, it's like when something gets hot, you know. And you see you see something that gets hot and stuff starts to burn off the sides, like when something is coming into the atmosphere and the sides burn off because of the speed that it's going. Well, that's what's going to happen to you. You start traveling at a different speed, and all the extras start burning off. All the people, all the people that didn't really give a crap, all the friends that kind of sucked, the girlfriend or the boyfriend that wasn't really down with you in the first place, they kind of wanted to have you in a little hole where they can keep you and they didn't want you to go and, and be about anything. They start to burn off. And then all you have is this tight little circle that can't be broken. It's like this impenetrable fucking circle. And now that all the people that aren't down with you burned off, then all of a sudden there's room now. And all of a sudden, click, 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 click. You start attracting people that are interested in that. 
and then that ball gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But as it gets bigger, it maintains the same level of indestructibility or near indestructibility. Because then those people are down with who you really are. So when you evolve into whatever is coming next, it's a natural evolution. And they're down with that natural evolution. So there's no surprises. And they don't fall off. That's what I'm talking about. I'm at the point now where I've pretty much burned off all that other stuff. There's still a couple of pieces there. But as I travel at a faster speed, I can see them falling off to the side. That's when I started doing a podcast. And now I'm starting to attract the people that are down with what I'm doing. That understand what I'm trying to do. And they're not going anywhere. And they keep listening to the podcast. And every Friday, every I drop this thing usually Wednesday. Um, Wednesday is usually when I drop this. I, I now I say it's a Thursday show because uh, people, uh, my biggest audience is, is on the West Coast. And they were a lot of people were going, please, uh, I want to take your podcast on Thursday. So I want to download it Thursday morning. So I said, okay, it's a Thursday podcast. I'll drop it sometime Wednesday. So when you guys get up in the morning uh, on the West Coast and on the, and that and, and then those time zones, it'll be available for you so you can download it in the morning and take it with you when you go to work. So that's why it's a, it's a Thursday podcast, but I usually drop it on Wednesday. And so, like I said, the people are, are becoming, that, that are down with what I'm doing are kind of clicking on now. And I like it that way. I like it to be that way. And so will you, you know? You'll start seeing the people that really like what you do as the real you, not that fake shit that you're, where you're trying to please everybody, which you shouldn't be trying to do in the first fucking place. When they, when you, when that happens, man, it's the best because you ain't got to hide anything. I talked about it in an earlier segment. Go ahead and try to catch me in a lie. You know I don't lie? Because I don't have to. <laughs> Why should I lie? Why should I adjust who I am for you? I will treat you with respect and love, but I'm not going to change who I am for somebody else and neither should you unless it's a change that's going to make you better. That's what I'm saying, man. You understand? Podcast audience? I got to give you guys a name as a group so I can... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to think of a name I'm going to give you guys listening to me. Or if you, if you have a name for the audience that I should use for the audience, something I should call the people that listen to the S. Anthony Says podcast, if you have a name that you would suggest, tweet it to me. Tweet it to me at, at S. Anthony Thomas. Uh, or email it to me at the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. Either one is better, but I'd rather have you tweet it to me. Tweet me the name. I should call you as an audience as a whole. Tweet that name to me, and I will. I will that's what I'm going to call you as a group. I'm going to refer to you as that, and that will be the name for the audience that I have. Right now, I just refer to you as cool-ass people with good taste, but that's a little long. Just listen to this section of, of the podcast and realize that it's applicable to you, most likely. Uh, Lord knows it's helped me, my friends. And I think it will hook you up. You get a little down, play this section, damn it. Because it, it'll pump you up. It, it pumped up the dude I was talking to, and he got back into the game. And I use this, I have to have to think this, I have to have, think these thoughts for myself. When I get a little bit down, and it pumps me right back up. Hope it does the same for you. That's all I got to say. Well, you lucky bastards. This is S. Anthony. This has been the end of the S. Anthony Says podcast for this week. I will see you again, of course, next week. Unless I think of something I want to talk to you about in our podcast whenever the hell I want to, damn it. Because this is my podcast, man. <laughs> I just want to say much love to you all. I want to thank you guys very much for uh, for your for your uh, spreading of the word. Because I've seen that a lot of you guys are retweeting um, 
up uh, that the podcast is available. Thank you for that. I really seriously do appreciate that. And I do see that. And I try to thank you guys individually for that when, when I see it. And I try to look for it just so I can make sure to do that. I appreciate that. Thank you for the people on Tumblr that have been um, be blogging me. I want to thank you, like I said, to the people on Twitter. I want to thank the people on my Facebook group very much. I really appreciate you guys. And the people that have been, you know, sending out the... Uh, you know, letting people know on, on the other places where I am because I'm on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and, and iTunes. Thank you very much for getting the word out. Thank you for listening every week. Um, and apparently, like I said, you guys go on a a big binge of listening on uh, on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because I see the spikes. Apparently, everybody, you know, you come back on. And then they, and then you you guys have been going back and listening to a whole bunch of them in a row, even back to the first one, which was like number one, obviously. And this is number 122 about to happen. So I just want to say very thank you very, very much for that. I re, seriously, I really do appreciate that. Much love to you all. Um, once again, the home base for the podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. I am on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes. Um, tweet me at at santhonythomas or the specific tw- uh, Twitter for the for the podcast is at santhonysays. Follow me in both places, please. And uh, once again, the email address is the santhonysayspodcast at gmail. Dot com. Much love to you all. I appreciate each and every one of you, all time zones, all countries. Much love to you. Thank you very, very much. I will see you next week. Get the word out, my friends, as you always have been doing. I appreciate it. Much love to you. And ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, cats and kitties, S. Anthony out.